Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Turn down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 155 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. So, this is the first show in May. So, hopefully, you guys had a great Cinco de Mayo. Um, and hopefully, you guys just had a you know a, a great time. Spring is here, spring has sprung, um, and flowers are blooming, grass getting tall. So, I just mowed my yard for the first time. I know I'm old. Um, and, uh, my wife got some flowers planted around the house and stuff like that. So we had a nice little weekend of doing yard work and shit like that. Now I gotta finish up on this this damn pool and man, get that popping and back to having high electric bills in the summer with the AC and the pool pump running. So y'all pray for me. But um, let's see what else has been going on my way. Not a whole bunch. So. Let's go ahead and get started on that good old Summer Jam screen. Uh, so let's see here. So uh, now food stamp recipients. I know this is going to piss a lot of uh, so-called right-wingers off. Uh, food stamp recipients will now be able to participate in food delivery programs. So this goes back to the 2014 Farm Bill. Uh, the government is testing out online shopping and delivery for folks on food stamps. Now this is big right here. Uh, so this is huge, you know, um, and this is something that I really like to see because a lot of folks do live in food deserts and are eating unhealthy, you know, due to the food options near them. You know, folks are shopping at corner stores, bodegas, whatever you want to call them, where the fresh fruit, you know, it looks suspect. So you buying shit in the can or, uh, you know, them frozen, uh, them little, you know, them little plastic packs that be sitting uh, next to the milk of, uh, you know, they be sitting in all that damn syrup and sugar. And, uh, you know, the vegetables are canned or it's just a sack of potatoes. You know, so folks in these um, food deserts, you know, are eating nothing but processed TV dinners, you know, frozen dinners and snacks. So I'm very excited to see these sorts of programs be implemented. And this will definitely, you know, help single parents that work and don't have time to hit the grocery store. You know, a lot of times it's just, you know, the kids might be too little. You know, you might have a, you know, a fucking, you know, eight month old, not to say fucking for the kid, but you might have a little eight month old and a two year old and you're trying to balance both of them going to the store so you can just do that, um, that good old delivery. So that's, that's dope right there. I think that's amazing. Um, and you're going to see a lot of people eating a lot healthier, you know, we can start, stop putting down them, stop, start putting down them goddamn you know, and frozen TV dinners and shit like that. If you look at the back of them bitches and how much salt, how much sodium is in frozen dinners, even the the so-called healthy ones that's like low carb and shit like that, 
you just look at that salt intake you're like oh sure you know it's low carbs but shit it got like five times the amount of salt if i made this myself fresh you know so you're paying for convenience but you know they need that shelf life to be super long and enduring so they add all that goddamn salt to it so you're just like okay so now my blood pressure about to spike you know and i'm fucking gonna have a stroke or some shit like that you know or suffer from hypertension so this is a great amazing program um uh, it was starting starting off in the east so it's like uh walmart and amazon are testing it out now and then it should expand as uh we keep moving forward all right so that's amazing i'm happy to see that and uh you know this is it's dope it's really dope so hopefully folks will stop selling them food stamps i'm not saying any names but you know if y'all selling some y'all can hit the dm so that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying <laughs> but uh moving on uh this is old news but i didn't talk about it uh did y'all see that video of that uh that yakubian woman when she was out there in hartford connecticut and she was spray painting over that nipsey hustle mural you know at that skate park um and it was on facebook and i got the link to the video but you know it's been fixed but the line was drawn in the sand and it was crossed and the damage was done you know we have to stop being so damn scary when you know someone comes in your neighborhood disrespecting you you know niggas was just standing around you know watched her violate the mural and i guarantee you know if it was the other way around meaning the roles were reversed and the perp would have you know would have been in a world of hurt so if it was some white figure up there um who's a dead white man so maybe elvis um bob dylan or something like that uh you know sitting up there and uh somebody and a nigga came through and started spray painting little dicks all over the uh the mural uh you know somebody would have had a bullet to their back you know what i'm saying so it's just it was so disrespectful watching that and you know it was just like somebody just coming in your house and just you know pissing on your your rug in your living room that's 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 the equivalent of it but the lesson from this is to stop being so damn afraid to confront biggest i'm not telling you to beat the shit out the woman but at least snatch them goddamn cans up out her hand as soon as she started walking towards that mural and you see it's just like yoink what you about to do you know because she already was on some fuck shit anyway i mean you have to stop being scared of confrontation the whole point of us being an adults is to make this place uh, better for our kids right so we have to stop the fuck shit we really do have to stop it and um speaking of uh you know uh my man nipsey hustle you know the marathon continues did y'all see that uh uh the um the uh tmc the marathon clothing uh the store is going to be closing they posted on instagram it says uh thank you to everyone who's placed an order with us these last couple of weeks we appreciate the unprecedented outpour of support uh it means a lot to our team and family we're working around the clock to fulfill every order placed we ask for your patience as we get everything fulfilled and shipped out to you additionally our flagship store is closed right now but our online store is open 24 7 to serve you and is the only authorized retailer of our brand once again thank you for your support 
and Lauren London she also shared it on her IG too so hopefully the store ain't closing permanently because it just sounds like you know they just said closed right now so hopefully once um, I guess things once they get caught maybe they close down to catch up on those orders but they were saying uh, once Nipsey was slain the first what couple weeks and they said something uh, like News One was saying that the store generated over $10 million in revenue or something like that. Um, and it's been like over a couple million orders have been placed at the store. So that store is doing money. So I don't know why they're closed right now, but it might be to catch up with them online orders. I hope they ain't shutting down for good. Um, let's see what else we can go ahead and talk about here. Um, let's see here. Oh, here we go. We're gonna talk about some land banks real quick. So, uh, Black Omaha has been uh, talking about this for the past couple weeks. The Omaha Land Bank. Um, this is an organization that basically has all these. Uh, they buy up like these different lots uh, around the city. So back in March, they didn't really. You know, nobody really knew about it. I, this is my first time hearing about the Omaha uh, Land Bank. All right, so it's omahalandbank.org. So right now they're running a contest where you could win a vacant lot in five thousand dollars to do something with the lot, right? So uh, it's like uh, it says, show us your plan, and you could win one of three vacant lots and the funds to get it redeveloped. Uh, find all the programs uh, program details below yada 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 so here it is so there are 11 lots available uh, for the giveaway um let's see here they're all in the hood and some are even in a uh, clan country Carter, uh, carter lake so basically uh the catch is this um so you have to write a little essay or something um and there's like a point system so you have to write a little essay and let me read the uh, scoring system so it says we'll score all applications based on the below system applications with the most points will then be compared against each other and final winners will be selected in order to have variety in location and redevelopment type so applications are due May 27th the uh, winners will be announced on June 13th and your redevelopment must be complete by June of 2021. And they said you also get extra points for selecting a, a smaller lot. Um, so here we go, uh, the scoring system. So community benefit is worth five points. Uh, so tell us how your redevelopment plan will benefit the community. Uh, minimum points for simply enhancing the beauty of an area. More points for a lot that is open for use by the community or that supports the activities of a community partner. So then you get another five points. That's the maximum for a redevelopment uh, timeline. So tell us how long it will take for you to redevelop the lot. All lots must be developed within two years, so by June of 2021. Maximum points for sites that can be utilized by fall of 2019, even if all redevelopment is not complete. And if you have a redevelopment plan, that's 10 points. So tell us your plan for redeveloping the lot. Uh, this should be detailed and feasible. You must include the name of the potential property owner. Maximum points for a plan that is ready for immediate implementation. So including detailed cost, contractor name if needed, volunteer groups, adhere to zoning and code guidelines, detailed site or architectural plans. 
support from the city planning department uh, feel free to include photos or other images more details the better all winners must display a permanent land bank sign at the property um, we recommend contacting the city planning department to ensure your plan fits within existing regulations funding is five points so it says tell us how you plan to fund redevelopment and ongoing costs for at least five years. So the $5,000 in redevelopment funds we provide should be included. Maximum points for projects that are fully funded in the short, in the short and long terms and for applications that show a proof of funds for cost over $5,000. Awarded funds can only be used for lot redevelopment and, re and related activities. Yes, throw a pizza party for your volunteers. Winners will be required will be will be required uh, to verify the spending of funds received from the land bank. So a long-term plan is five points. Make sure you have a plan to ensure and maintain the lot long-term, at least five years. We recommend including a quote for insurance in your application. Specify long-term ownership of the lot and how you plan to address any ownership changes or issues. Community support is another five points. We'd like to see you have community support for your project. Uh, you should reach out to adjacent property owners at a minimum. Extra points given for support from the neighborhood association, local businesses, schools, churches, and other organizations. Uh, selection of a small size lot, you get an extra two points. X factor is five points. So this is something that makes you plan, uh, makes your plan stand out from the crowd. It could be a new and innovative use, unique partnership, or incorporating technology into the site. Excites us. So you out of 42 points. So all so applications must earn at least 15 points to be considered for the giveaway. We reserve the right to give away less than three lots. All right. So what they want to see? Say we're not picky. We want these lots to serve the needs of the community. You are the best ones to decide uh, what you need. Uh, plant a pollinator garden. Put up a couple of basketball hoops for the neighborhood kids. Add a mini playground to your street or just an area to take a break on a nice afternoon. Your plans can be as impressive or simple as you like. And it says, why are they giving it away? They say, um, you know that community members have great ideas for ways to transform our properties, but not everyone can afford to purchase and develop a lot. We decided to remove that barrier. We also hope these giveaway lots will start inspiring others to develop our other vacant lots. All right. So you got to write all this shit down, got to go through all this stuff. And some of these lots, I, w I drove around the city looking at these lots because I'm definitely going to enter this contest. Um, I got some great ideas that I will share with y'all. Um, but these, like I said, they're all in the hood. Um, all uh, There's a couple over in, like I said, Clan Country. Um, um, what the fuck is that? Carter Lake. <laughs> Uh, and that's off of 4913 North 14th Street. You got 5105 North 9th Street. So if you check out that OmahaLandBank.org uh, website, uh, it'll have a listing and, uh, and pictures of them too. So then you got one on North, some on North 39th Street, North 40th, uh, North 29th, North 34th, 36th, 28th, and then one off of 24th and Laramore. There's some of these though. Um, they're not just like lots, you know what I'm saying? Some of these lots have big ass trees in them too. So you got to deal with like, you know, tree removal if you want to do that. Um, but the thing is, here's what's fascinating about this. Uh, let's see here. 
me just a second. Let me pull up some of these lots. I didn't know lots were this fucking cheap. I didn't know that at all. Like a lot of these lots, um, property square foot of this lot off of um, North 14th Street. Now this is this is a nice little lot right here. Uh, and this is, uh, it used to be, I think a house used to be here. And this is right by goddamn uh, Carter Lake. It's just like, you can see the lake from this lot. It's in a little neighborhood. And this one is like, it's like 4,800 square feet. But the lot is for sale and it's only five grand. You know, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you got to think of property taxes and shit like that. I know Nebraska property taxes are uh, very high. So if you buy a lot for $5,000, I think our rate is 1.98%, something like that. Uh, let's see here. So that breaks down to, what, about 100 bucks, something like that? Let me see here. 5,000 times. 0.98%. Yeah, that's that's $99. That's $99 right there and you have to get insurance too. Um, you know, for your lot and that that shouldn't be too expensive. It shouldn't be too too much. I mean, home insurance ain't too bad. But th here's the thing, a lot of these lots, they're fucking cheap as fuck though. Like this one is on the upper end, like I said $5,000. Uh, let me close that out. Let me see this other one. Then there's one on uh, goddamn 24th and Laramore. The sale price is a thousand bucks, like a G. That's all it is. And y'all know that North O is out actually going through a quote unquote renovation or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But um, we need to really start buying up these these plots of land because you know a developer is gonna come by and want to buy it or you know you can turn that into something where you can make some money right you can turn it into um let me pull up my list here I'm, I'm, before i go on a tangent and say y'all can turn it into a you know a, um, a drug spot or some shit like that um let's see here so a lot of stuff you know ideas for the lots you know obviously you can do a community garden right so you could do something like that for the community um, another dope thing that you could do, and they don't, because they really don't be having these in the hood, you can make a little dog park. Now, I ain't telling niggas to bring they goddamn pit bulls and rottweilers through, but if they're well behaved, bring them through. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's a dope idea, dog park. And then another one, if you can get some some nice turf grass down or something, or even just some, uh, some uh, that green uh, carpet down, you can make a putt-putt course. Like, that would be easy. You can make money off that, too. You know what I'm saying? Just have a little booth outside and, like, hey, you want to play nine holes of putt-putt? Because I don't think you can make 18. So make nine rounds of putt-putt. Uh, you know, get some two-by-fours and some grass or uh, some fake turf and shit like that. Boom, and you making money right then and there. You know, it ain't it don't cost shit for a, um, for a goddamn... Uh, bucket of golf balls it don't that don't cost shit especially get some colored ones it i mean you can buy them on amazon for dumb cheap and then buying some uh some putters that ain't that ain't shit you know what i'm saying you can make a little you know a little uh course with uh uh four by fours two by fours and uh that that green carpet shit that they use and shit and you have a little 
you know, calculator there, a teal, and boom, there you go. You're making a little bit of change. You know, it'd be a little date spot for the little high schoolers in the area, you know, over there at North High. Um, you know, uh, shit. Uh, young folks at Metro, you know, who be getting the bus and shit. It's like, oh shit, we could walk over and play a little putt putt or some shit like that. And then they could, you know, smoke outside. It ain't gonna be, you ain't tripping about no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about smoking cigarettes. I mean, if you let the weed fly, let it fly. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So that's something where you could uh, make some money off of. I mean, you could even do like a little festival. If you get one of the bigger lots, you could do some kind of little mini festival. Cause you know, uh, folks don't support Omaha artists if you, according to Facebook. <laughs> but you could throw a little, some kind of little music festival or some shit like that for upcoming artists, and you know, have some things going on like that. You know, that's if you get a bigger lot. Um, you could do a playground, like a little playground with an obstacle course. Those are perfect. Uh, all of those lots, except for the ones with them big ass trees in it. Uh, that's perfect. You know, make a little playground or something like that. You ain't gonna make no money. But, you know, you're doing something for the kids, keeping them out of trouble and shit like that. Um, one dope thing that you really could do is uh, do like a farm stand with farmland behind it. So you could grow a few little crops, you know, grow some, I don't know, grow some watermelons, um, maybe grow some corn, just something. Um, I don't know. I don't know if lettuce will grow here. The heads of lettuce. I don't I don't know if lettuce or cabbage will grow here, but definitely corn, um, definitely some watermelons, you could do that. I don't, uh, maybe some, you definitely could grow some herbs. Um, so you could basically have your little farmland behind there, then set up a little stand right there with a, with a sign. Like, boom, here we go, right? Farm work is hard work though, but it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's worth it. Or, you know, how, I already said about the putt-putt course, you know, if you want to go a cheaper route, you can make like a yard game uh, park, you know, this could be open to the community, or it could be, you know, something where they pay, you know, $2 to get in, and you could have games like bocce ball, volleyball, um, cornhole, bags, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying, that shit goes hard in the paint, if you can get some teams going in a cornhole tournament or a bags tournament, you know what I'm saying, so that would be dope. Um, if you get a bigger site, a bigger lot of land, you could turn it into, you got to have some paper for this, but hey, you, I know y'all can do it. Um, a glamping site. So what is glamping? So glamping is like, um, it's camping, but you got all the amenities, right? So you could have like, like little sheds or something like that, where you put a bed in there or something like that, and maybe an outhouse you know or if the money's long enough put some plumbing in there like a couple of little sheds and shit like that like a little glamping site or something like that you know how like mini houses and shit but your money gotta be long but like i said you might have to huddle up with some people and get some shit popping like that or you know you can turn it into a little camping site you know how uh the goddamn how north those being gentrified have them uh have some of them white folks come through and uh stay in a tent you know turn it into a little tent city or something like that like hey for 90 dollars a night you can will you survive in the hood you know they love doing shit like that <laughs> i'm kidding unless you gonna do it um let's see what else event rental so like um like a wedding site you know, some of those lots are big enough for a small wedding. Um, yeah, so you could do something like that. 
Uh, you could do beekeeping. Um, I don't know if this climate is good for it, but I know these summers be hot as hell, so that might could work. Um, if you get a lot, um, a lot of these locks, like I said, are in the hood, so these ain't on like prime space near a busy street, but some of these lots are, and there's a strip of lot for sale out on like 168th and Maple. So somebody buy that, they could lease out that space because 168th Street, that's a busy ass strip, uh, especially out there on Maple. So if you could lease that area for outdoor advertising. So basically, you know, companies could, you know, okay, we'll pay you $400 a month, um, you know, or $100 a week uh, to, you know, keep our signs here and shit like that. So that's something you could really do. That's very that's very feasible and that's very easy right there um you could do something in some of these lots to uh to uh, bring kind of like new shit to the people in the hood so like a so like a pop-up shop a small business pop-up in there you can set up like little booths and shit like that uh where people who make shit you know people the people in the hood make all kind of shit especially t-shirts but you could just bring in folks who have small businesses like on a saturday sunday and they could sell their things like little jewelry that they make um i know some people make like soaps and lotions and things of that sort so you could get a fee from them kick back you know from them you know renting out space and boots like that um you would just have to get those boots set up for them um let's see what else i got on here um you could basically create a community library um, like when me and uh, the wife moved into this house uh, where we're at right now, we got a little free library um, that we put food in and then we put books in. And then our neighborhood associations and our neighbors, they also drop off food and books at the house. And uh, we put them in the little library. And you know what? There's days when I'm outside cutting the grass or shooting some buckets or, you know, I just got boo out running around my little dog. And, uh, you know, it's, it's people of all shades and colors come through and, you know, grab a bag of chips, grab some corn and a book or something. Or some people grab a handful of books for their kids. So it's a dope thing. Like um, pretty much our whole neighborhood association, like a whole neighborhood knows us as like the book people and the, you know, the food people. So, I mean, it's a it's a dope thing. I mean, there's sometimes uh, me and my wife have to catch ourselves because sometimes we'll fill it up. And then like an hour later, we'll go somewhere and somebody done cleared out all the food. And we're just like, you know, I guess they needed it. You know, they really needed it. So, but it's just kind of like, it kind of frustrates you because you just like, God damn, what about the other folks? Like, damn, you could have just took like two cans or something and left the rest. But somebody had come through, like some like kids had come through with like a, a damn, uh, a bag like a grocery bag plastic bag just fill that bitch up and just bounce and they're like thank you and i'm like yeah you're welcome <laughs> like you couldn't leave none for for your little homies down the street but all right okay all right but yeah we fill that up every week and shout out to my neighbors for doing that so uh for helping us out with that so you could do something like that like build uh, a library and it's and ours is like weatherproof and you know got a roof on it and everything so the books don't get wet and shit like that and uh but what annoys me is uh it's not even those people like folks taking all the food being greedy and stuff like that if you really need it you really need it ain't nobody gonna judge you um that my frustration just comes from you know people just coming through 
picking it up and taking everything and then or have the audacity to eat something out of there and throw the wrapper on the ground in my yard i'm just like come on man like you just couldn't take the shit with you and throw it away but what bothers me the most is um people putting religious shit in there so i didn't had i done threw away what like three book of mormons jehovah witnesses love putting watchtowers in there i done threw away so many latter-day saints things and it's and i don't want to be like oh no religious propaganda in here and shit like that i don't but i don't want people thinking we like jesus freaks over here and shit like that so i i usually you know want a couple times a week i'll go out there and just comb through and make sure you know ain't no ain't no weird shit in there so i always take the religious stuff up out of there because you you don't want to force religions up on people you just don't want to do that all right but uh so you could you so you could build a giant free library like right there and put some benches there um so kids can get off them goddamn tablets and get off that goddamn video game and just sit and just read you know or you can you can invite community members over to you know read to the kids and stuff like that so that's a dope one um you can use it for an outdoor yoga space you know you can uh turn it into um like a tranquility park you know what i'm saying and you could hold classes on meditation and things like that you know a lot of us you know who do live in the hood we are very stressed and you know so many times we just be ripping and running and we trying to make ends meet and you know things of that sort and we live a high stress life and shit like that and you eating bad and sometimes you just need to you know what i'm saying take a deep breath and just kind of get your bearings about you so that would be a dope idea you just get some yoga mats you know maybe uh build a little pond you know a little rock pond or something like that and get that going um a floral garden um another dope thing is you can make a grill garden so this is basically you know just kind of like a recreational area but you have like different grills set up you know how uh you go to the park and you see those uh grills you know where you just throw your charcoal in there and make it do what it do but make sure that you wrap you know the actual grill part and some some foil because you don't know who done did what with that damn grill <laughs> but yeah you could definitely do that and folks could come through have a cookout and things like that so you could have like you know four or five grills out there and some benches and things of that sort so that would be an amazing thing to do and then um another thing that you know i thought about you could you know host you could be like a, a petting zoo area you know you could bring uh different farmers from across you know the great state of uh, nebraska or you could even you know uh lobby the um the henry dorley zoo to uh bring some animals through and uh you know uh educate the kids on different types of animals and shit like that and just have them kind of wandering around build a little corral you know around the lot area so it's just or you know make a multi-use space um let's see what else um you could do you could make a little small theater outdoor theater with acting and things like that folks love drama <laughs> but this would be the good kind so you could host little shows and things of that sort uh you know kids teens uh, young adults could you know live out their acting dreams and you know polish their skills you know on stage you know use that 5g's to make a little makeshift stage and things of that sort and you know make it do what it do get some lighting and uh you know some uh some boom mics or uh you know some uh, portable mics that you know hook into some uh some big ass portable speakers and you know make it do what it do um and then another one this is the, probably the last idea i'm gonna give y'all um this would be dope just because you know 
people in the hood like i talked about with the food stamp thing um a lot of folks you know we eat unhealthy you know we eat kind of you know just you know just bam let me just grab a burger real quick this is cheap as fuck i can get a burger and some fries for like three dollars and you know just going about my day but you looking at all that goddamn salt and them carbs that you're taking in and uh, the processed food is just never good for you so what you could do is um you know get some uh most folks have their own generators but you could set up like in the summer you could have days where like healthy food trucks come in so it could be um like a food truck hub where you could have you know different food trucks come in and just you know sell discounted foods uh to the people in the neighborhoods like i said these are poor impoverished areas this is right in the hood but just have them come in and you know just you know sell their food and you know make special dishes just for that that day that they come down to the north side and things of that sort you know for a weekend or so and you know put people up on game that you know vegetables don't have to be bland and boring you know they don't have to have a a shitload of salt thrown in it you putting salt on the goddamn food and then you adding seasoning salt you know so it's just like uh, you know stop doing all that you see what i'm saying and then you know these people could educate the folks in the city in that area on how to uh you know cook delicious foods and um you know and maybe we can start educating people on how to you know balance them food stamps budget them food stamps to actually you know buy better foods and stop buying so much processed shit but i want y'all to really check out omahalandbank.org so please check out the website because there's so many prime lots out there and areas um and it's cheap it's cheap i know you got to get insurance and i know that you have to you know pay your um property taxes the property taxes are due twice a year due in march and july and uh you know like i said five thousand dollar property that's 99 dollars. that's 100 bucks you know what i'm saying if they go and buy you know the 1.98 percent so it's something you can do i gave y'all some ideas so i'm gonna leave it to my man hove hove what you gotta say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope so selling hope like dope we have to give it to your girl aisha curry um everybody named mama been talking about this for the past uh, couple days uh, it was, she was on a red table talk uh, with the other Curry women. And, uh, you know, she was just shooting the shit. And, uh, you know, anytime Aisha Curry makes some news, niggas gonna, you know, come from her throat. You know, everything from putting sugar in her mac and cheese to her uh, telling women that they need to cover up uh, and they, so they could get a husband and all this other shit. And so niggas jumped all over this part right here. When she said on there, she said, uh, something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of, uh, of a little bit of insecurity is the fact that, yeah, there are all these women like throwing themselves at him, meaning Steph. But me, like the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then I began to internalize it. And I'm like, is something wrong with me? Yes, it is, because you don't ever trust a black woman with a flat ass. But <laughs> no. <laughs> no, let me, let me chill. <laughs> 
Oh, that ain't, that ain't it. <laughs> All right, that ain't it. Uh, I think the main thing here is uh, we have some jealousy going on in the relationship. That's the main, that's that's the first thing. She even admitted to it because Steph got all these women, you know, looking at him like, oh, he's husband material. You know, you ain't ever hear about him being in kind of scandal or anything like that or hollering at these hoes and shit like that. He ain't got his dick out on Snapchat or Instagram Live or no shit like that. And he ain't sent no nudes to any female out here. And he's just a wholesome, Christ-loving young man, right? Even his goddamn sneakers say, I can do all things. And that's basically a continuation of I can do all things through Christ, right? Uh, so he's a huge Jesus freak. And so uh, this this is alarming, though, because it's, it's funny to see all these memes and stuff like that. That's always funny. And I got angry today, which is Wednesday, because the shit came out on Tuesday on Facebook. And ain't nobody say shit on Facebook. But everybody named Mama was talking about it on Twitter. And now today on Wednesday, everybody named Mama talking about it on Facebook. I'm like, how you going to be late and it debuted on Facebook? That's that's what trips me the fuck out. And some people told me to shut up and, th- and things like that. I'm just like, whatever, fuck you. And <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the takeaway. And I really want a lot of y'all ain't been paying attention to that. We know it's wrong for her to be like, oh, I want to seek some attention from, a, you know, another guy and all this other shit, you know, and be I guess she wants to be like a sex symbol. So this is where she fucked up at because she was wagging her finger, you know, uh, shaming other women for being half naked on Instagram, getting all this attention when I guess on the low, she was a little bit jealous. Right. So here she is with. Uh, a husband who hasn't been wrapped up in any scandal, a three-time world champion, millions of dollars, got these endorsements with Under Armour, Brita Water, and some more shit. And he just, you know, she got three beautiful kids. She even has her own uh, cookbook, uh, cookware line, and shit like that. She got her own business popping, but somehow she's jealous of the attention her husband is getting. So you have to really be pay attention to that. If you have a lady fellas that's kind of jealous of the attention that you're getting you know that's one of two things you know what i'm saying is there's some insecurity going on right there right you ain't taking care of home and then two is you know is she really in a relationship with you or is she competing against you you know what i'm saying or is she using you for a come up you see what i'm saying i don't think it's the latter i don't think she's using him for a come up just because they've been together for so long they met when they were 14 15 they broke off and then they hooked back up after high school like when he was about to go to davidson or something because she went out to hollywood or some shit to try to be an actress that didn't work out so she moved back to the carolinas where he was at uh, going to college and they linked back up and shit like that and they've been together ever since so here's the thing that insecurity part that's on Steph right so something's happening in that relationship where he ain't giving her enough attention he ain't bigging her up enough because this is a very dangerous territory because he could end up being 
you know, you know, she could end up stepping out on his ass because it just takes one smooth talking motherfucker to talk to her light skinned big cheek ass and get her up out them draws. You know what I'm saying? It could be just some smooth motherfucker, you know, who's a bench warmer for the goddamn uh, New Orleans Pelicans, you know, to, uh, you know, slip them little, them little chicken cutlet, uh, them panties covering up them chicken cutlets, slide them right off, you know, smooth the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And he banging her out in the back of his, you know, 2016 Kia Optima. You know what I'm saying? Because the money ain't too long sitting on the bench for the Pelicans. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, this is very dangerous. And I know this and Steph is right in the middle of the Western Conference semifinals against the great Houston Rockets team. And I know motherfuckers going to be clowning him. I, I know if I was Chris Paul, I'd be out there like, Come on, Steph, give me some attention. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Pay attention to me. You know, I would be fucking with him the whole time on the court, talking shit the whole time. You know, so we're going to see what kind of game he's going to have tonight. And if they can, you know, go up on the series, go up 3-2, or is it going to be swinging Houston's favor? This was the wrong time for her to do that. And, uh, you know, just for her saying that, is it on some shit like she's trying to be like will and jada but you know the motherfuckers be swinging from palm trees they be swinging so goddamn hard you know they be fucking other people left and right you know with approval of the other spouse you know so is is this a situation where they got together too young and she didn't get her back blown out and get to do all the freaky deaky shit before she got married you know is that a, is that the situation or is it something she just you know need variety um, she ain't getting attention at home, you know, but this is, this really falls on Steph, like, yo, you really gotta, you know, pay attention to your lady, you gotta, you know, do some freaky, nasty shit with her every once in a while, or frequently, you know, do something out, out the norm, you know what I'm saying, uh, be her fantasy, but I don't, I just don't know what else you can do, you know what I'm saying, this is, something weird for i know she's struggling with insecurity and she was also talking about how females would just come up to steph when they out in public and won't even acknowledge her i'm like that's kind of fucked up so i mean steph really got to start checking these women on that if a woman comes up to you and doesn't acknowledge your wife you have to be like oh hey how are you doing and this is my wife you know you just you have you have to do shit like that you know what I'm saying? And that's fellas, if you got a serious girlfriend or a wife, you have to do that. You know, a little, little chick comes up to you like, oh, I ain't seen you since such and such. It's like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Hey, meet my wife, meet my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Just so, you know, she knows that she's there and it ain't no type of violation because women will try to test like that. Uh, they'll come up to you when you with your lady and do some shit where they just try to start talking to you and won't say shit to your lady. You know what I'm saying? So that's when it's up to you to take charge in those situations and be like, yo, this is my wife, such and such. This is such and such. I used to go to high school with her or I went to college with her. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it boils down to but this whole situation man it got some funny ass memes but what i'm just tired of seeing is people just uh throwing around that pick me label and, and y'all only call black women that that's kind of fucked up you know what i'm saying and i guess a pick me is uh some woman who is desperate for a man so she'll do anything to get a man or something like that but niggas on the internet will call a black woman a pick me 
if she talks about how she cooked for her boyfriend or for her husband that night and it's like how the fuck you gonna be a pick me and you already a wife you know what i'm saying and it's always just some bitter ass woman that got four five kids you know who's still posting you know booty pics on instagram thinking she got it you know with some kind of zte cricket or metro pcs phone calling somebody a pick me and it's just like well sis you didn't pick the wrong one four five times so what you out here really doing you know what i'm saying maybe you should soak up some game from a so-called pick me and you would be a-okay you know what i'm saying so that's that's what really kind of bothers me is people calling her a pick me and all this other shit it's just like how you gonna be a pick me and she already married you know but with steph this is a very dangerous situation for him because shit it could be one of them things where she you know she started getting her some side dick because a nigga done you know laid that game down so old so smoothly and to put her up on some different game and shit and shit she clean him smooth the fuck out and he leave him with the kids and she done took half the money you know what i'm saying or it'd be some situation where you know some nigga you know because she is a church girl from a small town you know from uh the carolina so some slick talking nigga from a coast or some shit come in and you know swoop in dick her down right and start robbing that nigga everything up in that goddamn house you know what i'm saying or even worse than that fuck around and cuckold that nigga you know what i'm saying that nigga walk in on somebody uh beating them little chicken cutlets and he keep on beating them up and steph just over there crying in the door you know <laughs> <laughs> so Steph, you really just gonna have to figure something out, man. You gonna have to have a heart to heart with your lady and see why she's yearning for attention from other men besides yourself. You know what I'm saying? And maybe she gotta start showing more cleavage on Instagram or some shit like that. But she needs to hide them little chicken cutlets. So, uh, but that's been selling hope like damn dope. You look dusty. You look dusty. You look, you look dusty. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so moving on to holding this L, we have to give it to our neighbors next door in Council Tucky. Now, y'all know they have that um, landing, you know, on the other side of the river by the uh, pedestrian bridge downtown. And, uh, man they didn't put up a 33 foot tall sculpture made from aluminum foil roasting pans baking tins uh and baking tins at the river's edge park and this damn thing looks like a bootleg slender man that's what the fuck it looks like all right and the artist let me see, let me find the artist's name um Tom Friedman, he made this piece in 2015. And this damn thing, a fam thing, <laughs> this damn thing is gonna be up looking towards us uh, up until May of 2020. So we got a whole year to deal with this bullshit. I hope and I pray that we get some heavy snow and it just knocks this tin foil sculpture over. It is 33 foot feet tall, 33 feet people. And I council bluff mayor, Matt Walsh said in a press release, public art not only serves to beautify our green spaces, but it also provides visitors and residents with even more access to cultural opportunities in our parks 
Mayor Matt Walsh of Council Tucky, shut the fuck up. This is a statue and it's facing Omaha, my city, and it's like looking up, but it looks like a bootleg Slender Man. If y'all don't know who Slender Man is, that's a, a internet folklore horror tale about this guy living on the internet and he makes kids do crazy things um fuck y'all and fuck this sculpture and you know why i say that because not only is it ugly but council tucky council bluffs we call it council tucky because it's a lot of meth and a lot of you know weird looking folks over there and it, it looks like kentucky we call it council tucky instead of council bluffs and uh i i i I'm disappointed because they already have this monstrosity of a bridge over there in Council Tucky where it has all these jagged recycled metal um, uh, sharp edges just hanging off the bridge. And if y'all have a chance, just Google Council Bluffs Metal Bridge or something like that. Just Google that. Council Bluffs, Iowa Metal Bridge. And this thing looks like a Decepticon from a Michael Bay movie that's been exploded and head cut off. That's what it looks like. And they made it into a bridge and they calling that art. Then they put this bullshit ass tin pan slender man up. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Omaha makes it look like our statues that we have it's to the steel workers and it's made out of bronze we have actual sculptures of steel workers you know with their hammers their their dickies uh overalls boots very defined you can tell what they are and you look over at our fucking retarded cousin in council tucky and they put up a fucking 33 feet foot tall tin man. I'm tired of it, Council Bluffs. I'm tired. Y'all gotta hold this L. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Uh, you know we have to give it to my man, uh, John Singleton. Y'all know he passed last week. Um, this man has given us some amazing movies, all the way from Boys in the Hood to, you know, Higher Learning and Poetic Justice. Um, man, it's, it's tough uh, seeing this, that this brother passed away, uh, and he did die of a stroke. So I'm telling y'all, this... Please, 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 please watch your sodium intake and start checking on your blood pressure. Get a blood pressure machine. Check on your stress levels and uh, just watch the food you intake and, you know, take time out for yourself to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? That shit starts, it starts fucking with you a lot once you get in your 30s and, you know, uh, especially then in your 40s and then it could take your life in your 50s. You know what I'm saying? You could have a stroke, heart attack, heart failure, you know, anything of that sort. So please, please, please take care of yourself out there. Um, you really need to take care of yourself. And um, uh, so rest in peace to that brother, John Singleton. Also, um... Not all heroes wear case. We have to uh, also give it to the brother Frank Brown. This was, uh, uh, you know, Frank D. Brown. He was, um, he died from complications of uh, diabetes, I believe. 
um, this was a, a city councilman here um, of Black Omaha District 2 and uh, man he, uh, he he was he was the real deal he was the real deal um, you know he started off as a reporter and then he uh, you know ran for a city council and he was always beefing with Mayor Hal Dobb about different things uh, you know going on down north but he always fought for the people he always fought for us on the on the north side of the city um, so you know rest in peace to that brother um, and uh, there's a link I'm gonna post this the historymakers.org and they they interview him and he was talking about because in the keystone neighborhood um this is around this is by uh mercy high school um so uh mary i'm sorry marion this is by marion not mercy uh marion uh high school and uh, uh the all-girls school the catholic school and uh he was talking about how he put public housing in there and they were trying to neighborhood association the sisters of mercy um they were trying to like block it out um this is about 87th and Boyd, and it was the sisters of mercy um and that was uh they were trying to actually um you know block folks poor folks from living out there from public housing and so then it turned into uh you know they was gonna do like 60 houses out there or something all crammed into a small area and um and then he fought that you know for like a couple years or whatever and they finally you know it was against housing uh discrimination and you know what's fucking funny is um you know a lot of them folks in that area they were sending letters to uh councilman brown you know uh talking about that uh you know uh the black folks say you just gonna put black folks there um they're gonna date my girlfriend or my kids rape them there'll be shootings there'll be murders and all this other shit and uh you know this was in the what early 2000s yeah late 90s early 2000s and uh when this happened and uh so he's getting all this this hate mail from these people in this neighborhood in this good uh catholic area right and um these these so-called people of christ and you know first they wanted 60 homes there but you know that was just gonna be you know too condensed and then they got it down to like 36 homes just some, some nice looking houses and things like that and um you know they took him to court you know those sisters of mercy you know in the neighborhood association took uh frank brown to court and they won uh because it was against the law to discriminate because of the fair how fair housing laws and you know what was crazy um during this time frank brown now this is how slick frank brown was he he had uh, a team run an economic study of the area and the area of income and he said that and i quote most of all the residents could qualify to move into public housing from that keystone area so they were about two paychecks away from being in public housing most of them were but yet they didn't want you know them folks living in that district and um what's funny he even said that there was one lady who applied to uh for public housing to be in that area who her parents were against moving them poor folks in and their own their, their own daughter wanted to move into them public houses and that's fascinating to me 
Um, so we really lost a champion. You know, he really was for the people. Uh, you know, especially for poor black black folks. And uh, it's very rare that you get that now. Now you just get, you know, we got a talking head right now in District 2 right now. Just uh, skinning and grinning and shit like that. But rest in peace to John Singleton. And rest in peace to the great councilman Frank Brown. All right, so moving on to the last segment of the show, health over wealth. You know what I say, without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. So this quote is pretty simple. Some, um, you know, uh, give credit to Buddha with this quote. Uh, I've seen other people say it in uh, other religions and deities and things of that sort. Um, But I think self-love is very important. So here's the quote. It says, you yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserves your love and affection. Simple as that. That's it. We live in an era of uh, people doing shit for attention, for likes. We're more connected than ever by these little digital devices that we call a phone, a tablet, a watch even. And uh, so you start doing things because uh, you like getting notifications, you like getting likes, comments, responses, uh, messages, tweets, retweets, and things of that sort. Uh, But I really want you to dive deep and learn to love yourself and learn to be by yourself and love being by yourself. Right. It's very important that you just kind of enjoy yourself. So the next day that y'all have off, I want you to make that day all about you i don't want you to post about it i don't want you to tweet about it don't document it for the gram don't put it on snapchat don't put it on tumblr you know just enjoy the present enjoy yourself it could be something as simple as renting a movie watching it by yourself going out to eat by yourself going to get a pedicure or a manicure for the ladies fellas going getting a fresh haircut getting your beard trimmed up if you got it and uh or just hitting the gym by yourself just do something for yourself and learn to love yourself you know so once you start filling up that cup of love like i always say you know you have to fill up your own cup before you start you know pouring out your positive energy to other folks because when you're running on empty everybody suffers right especially yourself so fill up your own cup and then start blessing everybody else so your next day off that is my tasks for you is to take care of yourself and just spend a day doing what you love by your damn self okay so ladies you know if you got some kids you know have the daddy watch them fellas you know if you you know got if you with your lady and y'all got some kids you know have her watch them or have grandma or grandpa watch them and then you know just enjoy some time by yourself not with your spouse not with anybody else just enjoy yourself and reflect on yourself all right so this has been episode 155 of do rags and boat shoes nothing but love and respect to y'all and i I hope y'all have a a beautiful may and there'll be more episodes to come you know i got y'all one